And welcome once again to The Real Money Show. You know the number by now, one eight seven seven eight silver Online to guildhallwealth.com. Make sure you get to the website to sign up and receive the Precious Metal Advisor. There's all kinds of information there as well about using a registered account, your RRSP, RESP, RIF, Lira, TFSA, all that stuff, which we will get to in the show a little later on today as well. In the top right corner, the e-store. You can buy uh, Precious Metals, physical metals, right from the comfort of your own home as we sit here and do this show today. Jeremy, uh, Darren, you guys are back this week. Darren, uh, what's happening so far? Thanks, John, for that introduction, and uh, welcome to The Real Money Show to everybody that's listening. And the week that was was an interesting week, to say the least. Gold and silver both hung in very nicely. In terms of price, both have improved week over week. Gold's trading right now, as we tape on Friday, at around 1,250 an ounce, while silver's in at 1,821 an ounce. And the ear to the street is telling me that in terms of where we're going from here, we're looking in silver for a price of around 1840 to 1850 to confirm a breakout that has already begun. So in terms of consolidation, nice buying zone for those that did, and congratulations to our new clients at Guildhall Wealth. We're glad to have you come aboard, and of course we're going to spend the show talking about what everybody was doing this week and kind of focused on, which uh, still remains to a great extent, the registered accounts at the firm. A lot of RRSPs still happening, a lot of TFSAs, and uh, we're going to talk to you about the 10-ounce silver coin this week, which is a very cool coin that we've now uh, found uh, to be of value to our listeners. And we're going to put that up and it's already on the site and you can take a look at it and buy one if you like. And of course, we're going to spend some time talking about where we are economy wise and more about colored diamonds this week. I mean, it's an incredible uh, journey to discuss because as everybody knows, if you're listening to the show last week, we released a report on uh, an update on Argyle ore reserves at the Argyle mine in Western Australia, which is owned by the parent company Rio Tinto, a publicly traded company. And in that report, I wrote extensively about what is happening with the ore reserves at the mine. And of course, that is to say in summary that they are depleting. So it's an incredible topic and one we're going to spend a bit of time on the show today. Jeremy, did you have anything to add to that for today's show? Uh, it's, again, just as you were mentioning, Darren, it's been a big week for precious metals in terms of both the markets have moved up and been very steady. It's nice to see gold trading around that 1250 level. And of course, silver does look like it is on the verge of a breakout. And we've seen a lot of people getting involved in the market in the RRSP. And of course, there's more interest in the margin accounts that we have, again, with our partners at Quest Trade, where we're allowing clients to use allocated physical product. Again, this is product that they can hold in their hand, but they can finance a portion of it. So it allows uh, for them to take advantage of this market. And, you know, just speaking with uh, some some people throughout the week and, and who are doing their research on the market and wondering if it's the right market for them to be in, you know, we're, we come against uh, the, the same fundamentals in the market, which is, you know, why invest in precious metals in the first place? And, the, and what has to be understood to the public at large, because, you know, the mainstream media, as we've always said on this show, is, is not favorable towards gold. They've called it a bubble since gold was at $250 an ounce back in uh, 1999. Every time it breaks through a new level, they say, oh, it's a bubble, et cetera, et cetera. But the fact remains is that gold has been a hedge against inflation for thousands of years. But over the last 15 years, it's done an incredible job. Gold and silver in Canadian dollars is up just under 300%, which means as currencies devalue, 
meaning when countries print money and they go into debt, they devalue the value of their dollar. It means your purchasing power is taken away. And it's something that happens so quietly that you don't notice it until five, ten years goes by and your purchasing power has been eroded. Well, how do you protect against this purchasing power? It's not by just going into assets that are very high in value. I mean, we look at the stock market. We look at the real estate market. We say, why do you want to be in a market that looks like it could be about to implode or fall when you could get involved in a market that, even though it's up close to 300% in Canadian dollars in the last 10, 15 years, is actually quite undervalued right now? Wouldn't you rather be involved in an asset that has the potential to rise significantly and all you have to do is wait for that rise to happen rather than being involved in something that could go down any minute. So it's all about protecting yourself. It's about protecting your wealth, growing your wealth. We know that there's a finite amount of precious metals in the world and we'll go into some more detail about that and of course the usages for precious metals as to why it's going to be used so much and why there's such great demand on silver specifically. Again, that number one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Start investing right now. Darren. So, I mean, that was an important couple of points, Jeremy. And one thing I want to pay attention to this week is that there are some changes in the economy that are happening behind the scenes that really don't they don't involve the average person. I mean, the, the average person that listens to this show goes about their day-to-day and really looks forward to the weekend and really doesn't focus on their portfolio day-to-day. And, of course, they want to buy something that is long-term like gold and silver and be able to sleep at night knowing that over the long term they're going to be able to keep that and essentially – uh, be, you know, rest assured, reasonably rest assured that they're going to have a return in that uh, investment. But that's just the thing, is that you don't want to wait until the price of the metals have gone up significantly to get involved in the market. Case in point, during Brexit last April, if you didn't buy gold before the Brexit vote, you lost out on a 30% increase in gold. But what you More importantly, what you lost out on is the fact that the pound depreciated by 30% against a basket of currencies. The fact that gold had risen 30% just shows that it hedged as a way to protect value against the declining pound. Now, now that they've signed and they've, they've sent the agreements to the rest of Europe saying we are now going to leave, there's actually been an influx of buyers into gold, which is good to see. They're starting to see the writing on the wall. They've already seen the big move once. The idea here is you don't want to wait until the market's gone up to make the decision. You have to do the research now. You have to understand the reasons now. And and for us, you know, we're not advisors, but we're not telling people, oh, you should put all of your money into this or you should put half of your money into this. You know, aim to have 10, 15% of your, of your net worth or your investing portfolio in precious metals as a hedge. You know, you saw what happened in 2008, 9, and 10 when the stock market came off, gold and silver started to rally and they rallied huge against quantitative easing. Well, do you think the U.S. is just going to all of a sudden stop printing money? Do you think they're all of a sudden going to just say, that's it, we're not going to let the debt increase? Of course not. They're always going to take the easy way out. You have to figure out a way to protect your wealth and you have to look at things that are not only outside the banking system, but also that have no counterparty risk. And that's the great thing about gold and silver. There's no counterparty risk. It's your product. No one else can touch it. It's like when you take cash out of the bank. But again, my point is 
You don't want to wait for the move to have already happened to decide, oh, now's the time to get involved. It's like waiting for your, your, the, the light to come on in your, in your, in your car that you need gas. Well, why wait? You're on a long trip here. Get the gas early. This is the whole premise. You need to learn about the metals now, learn how they protect your wealth, and get involved now before the price is higher. Yes, there will be lots and lots of people who are going to buy at higher and higher prices, but the listeners to this show should be getting in way before the rest of the population. Yeah, and to get in, Jeremy, of course, starts with a phone call. It is one eight seven seven eight silver You can go online as well to guildhallwealth.com. Darren, over to you. So without further ado, after we've mentioned those couple of bits of very pertinent information, one thing I want to do is make sure that you as a listener know how to get into this market. If you're listening and you have decided that you want to invest in gold or silver, and you think that Guildhall is the right fit for you, let's start by saying that you can take your product home with you. If it's as simple as just buying some gold or silver, use our website. You can get right there. You can shop through the different products, the different types of bars and coins that we offer. Take a look at them, and then if there are any outstanding questions, certainly give us a call, and we'll answer them for you. Otherwise, you can buy right online and have it shipped to you. And, of course, best in the country offer. Anything over $350 in a purchase is shipped free of charge. If you think that it's a bit too risky to take it home or for any reason you'd rather store it, we have a depository, a vault, which you can go and visit from time to time if you want to audit your product and see your product. That's an option for you as well. And any amount of gold and silver can be placed in there. And then, of course, as you're buying along the way over the course of the next few years, you can keep adding to that pile and then eventually have the uh, the beautiful liquidity of a phone call uh, just a step away from you in order to liquidate your holdings and really take advantage of a fast-moving market. Number three, if you, as we said earlier, are interested in adding silver or gold to your registered portfolio, if you want to put it in your RSP or your TFSA, if you want to put it into an RESP for your children for their future, we have the ability to do that as well. And of course, if you're closer to retirement age and it's time to convert, you might want to do something with the Lira. Uh, Of course, there are options for RIFs and LIFs as well. So that's an option also. And then last but certainly not least, if you want to put all of that together, you can have a combination of all those accounts and other options that we offer, one of which we're going to spend a bit of time on the show today talking about which is the margin account for silver. And of course, this is something that's fairly new to Guildhall, but uh, certainly we have some understanding about over the last number of years as we've progressed in our relationship with Questrade. So this is an awesome opportunity to get into the market and use the power of other people's money in order to leverage your own. And this is something that's also exclusive to Guildhall uh, with with in conjunction with Quest Trade, in the sense that this product, like all of the products that we're dealing with in with Guildhall, are fully allocated and fully segregated. And it's so important if you're going to be involved in this market that you acquire your own product. There seemingly appear to be more economical ways to get involved in precious metals because the first thing that happens when people are getting involved for the first time is they say, "Wait a minute." There's all these additional expenses. Well, yes, because you're not buying a piece of paper. Stocks are very easy to acquire. You know, it's a click of a mouse. There's a small fee to make the trade, but that's it. 
but you're you're just buying a computer generated share it's paper it doesn't exist um, except on paper and there's a lot of counterparties associated with that whether it's management whether it's the banks involved in it there's just all plethora of things same thing goes when you're buying a certificate or you're buying a fund or you're buying an ETF why spend the money to, to buy other people's gold and silver let's buy your own gold and silver now you can use other people's money to buy your own physical gold and silver. But let's make sure, number one, that the product that you buy is yours and nobody else's. You can hold it in your hand, as with any of the products in our registered accounts, as well as the depository accounts, the financed accounts. And of course, if you decide you want to just simply come in, get involved in the market by buying a few coins and just getting started and holding a few coins and small bars in your hand, you can get that too and take it home. So this is basically where we're going to go. We're going to talk about an article which is called A Credit Implosion is Coming in the second segment and a lot more about colored diamonds and why right now we're thinking vivid yellows and argyle pinks and pinks in general are incredible investments. So stay tuned. And we'll take a short break and get into colored diamonds like Darren said. The number in the meantime to call one eight seven seven eight silver It's online to guildhallwealth.com. And back with more of The Real Money Show. The number to start investing, you know, one eight seven seven eight silver It's online to guildhallwealth.com. Again, make sure you check out that Precious Metal Advisor. Sign up for that and the Investor Kit, the e-store, the top right corner of the website as well. Darren. So we're back in the second segment. In the first segment, we spent a bit of time talking about opening up accounts touching on a couple of different things. And one of the mentionable areas that we've talked about on the show from time to time is something that I find extremely boring, and I'm sure as a listener you do as well, and that's the bond market. (laughs) How exciting does it get when you go to see your financial planner advisor and he or she suggests, well, let's put some of your money in bonds. Darren, there, there is an article on USA Watchdog this week with Michael Pento, and he wrote a whole book on the bond market. And I started reading that article, and I swear my eyes started glazing over. I was just like, the bond yeah, market is really boring. puts me to sleep. Needless, <laughs> to say, needless to say, if you are to understand nothing else as a listener, because let's face it, when you walk away from listening to something as boring as bonds, you probably pick up less than 5% of what you hear. So needless to say, what is important to understand is that in low interest rate environments, like we've been in for the last eight, nine years, when we have you know, the threat of negative interest bank rates and things of that nature going on around the rest of the world, the bond environment often performs fairly well. Case in point, uh, this article called A Credit Implosion is Coming, which is shedding light on what is uh, basically some very decent foresight about where the money that's gone into the bond market is going to end up and how bad this could end. And this is for Canadians listening, because a big chunk of every dime invested in the market as much at one point as four cents out of every dime invested was going into the bond market. And I'll bet you that if you check your RSPs and your holdings, you have uh, exposure to the bond market and you didn't even know it. So it's very important that you listen to this because this is one of the people that I read on a regular basis. This is Lior Gantz of the Wealth Research Group. You can look it up. He wrote an article called A Credit Implosion is Coming. Now, this is forecasting in the U.S., course, not Canada, but it does uh, definitely have some merit in terms of comparison. And he says, the biggest bubble of all is about to burst, the bond market, where companies and government borrow money, and it's twice as big as the stock market. And he says here, at 2.46%, 
the 10-year U.S. Treasury is now twice as high as it was just last July. So despite everything that's happened since 2008 up until last year, from last year to now, it's doubled in terms of its return at 2.46%. And investors are lending the largest debtor in the world their own funds. They've been doing it for a decade, and that's why you're giving money to the bond market. And official inflation is 2.5%. So essentially what you're getting is a negative return. So in other words, if you're investing in the 10-year U.S. Treasury as an investor anywhere in the world, China, India, here, Canada, anywhere else, you're getting about 2.46% on your 10-year Treasury yield. However, U.S. inflation is 2.5%, which means you have a shortcoming in terms of what your purchasing power is at the conclusion of that 10-year Treasury. Minus costs of commissions. And Whatever it is. Meaning you, fees. you paid somebody to lose you less money than you would somewhere else. But it's a safe place to put your money. Right. means you only lose, let's say, 1%. Uh, you know, or half of your money instead of all of your money or a quarter of your money instead of but, half of your money. But the, the mentality is I want to put my money somewhere where it's at least safe and I know that, okay, fine, if I really do the math, I'm losing 1% on it, but that's better than putting it at risk somewhere else where I could lose a whole bunch more. That's right. And basically what this is is a discussion that uh, bleeds into the topic of inflation and long-term inflation. As a listener to this show, you all know we've talked about the theory of inflation and what it means to precious metals long-term and how metals perform in both deflationary and inflationary environments. The last time we saw a bull market in gold and silver back in the 70s, very inflationary time. Interest rates for mortgages, if you remember, you owned a house back then, bought your first mortgage. Some people were paying uh, upwards of 20 plus percent. Paul himself on this very show talked about owning a mortgage at 22 and a half percent. So these things are before us. This is the foresight that comes before these things actually happen. We know our housing market is overheated and the bond market is a great indicator for talking about where we're heading and reasons why we might want to be proactive with our wealth and get gold and silver into our portfolios to protect us against these falling yields where we can lose money very quickly. Now, what they say in this article is essentially that everybody, and uh, I mean us included, thought that with the amount of money being printed, there would be inflation by now. But there was too much unwinding debt and not even easy money policies could spark the attention of the average worker to originate new debt in their name, meaning the average guy just didn't feel safe taking on too much debt in the U.S. Here in Canada, it's a different story. Consumer credit is at an all-time high. Disposable income to debt, to household debt, is at 167% in rising in Canada. By every measure, we are worse off in terms of our total debt situation than we were in 2008. Now, and part of that is because we believe we've weathered the storm. We've gotten through it. We're taking houses that are way too costly for what we make per year. We're spending upwards of seven, eight times our total income on the value of a house. And more than that, if you're in the core areas. And of course, what does this mean? It means at some point there's going to be a wicked turn and that turn isn't going to be gradual. It's going to be turn on a dime. And if you don't have assets that protect your wealth during those periods of times, our contention is that some of you may end up losing a great amount of your wealth. So while you're out there shopping for a new house or a speculative property this weekend, give some additional thought as you're listening to the show about owning assets like colored diamonds, assets like gold, assets like silver, and pay attention to what those bond markets are doing. And I know it's putting you to sleep. I don't mean to talk about it and drag it on because bond markets are very boring. 
But that being said, well, let's not. Let's this not is why for- you know. This is why we are the experts, and we're sharing this information with you. But let's not forget. No one, no one gets the headline news that countries around the globe are dumping U.S. Treasuries, which means that the Fed is buying back their own, their own Treasuries, which means they're basically writing checks to themselves. So they printed a whole bunch of money, and the reason you didn't get that inflation is because they took all that money and bought all the crap that the major banks were holding. So who won in that situation? The, the debts increased. The amount of money increased. No money went into your pocket, but the banks got saved for all their bad debts. And it wasn't just the United States. It happened in Canada as well. And what you're talking about, Darren, this idea of, well, yeah, everyone's indebted up to their eyeballs or everyone's taking on these massive mortgages, but the banks are are lending the money. Of course, the banks have to lend twice as much money as they did seven years ago because the interest rates are half the, half the, the, the size. So... You know, the question here is about making money and protecting your wealth. And if you're going to go out and get a get a mortgage or you're going to go out and, and invest in, in assets that are already incredibly high because you don't want to be the one who didn't do it. And, you know, we can all appreciate that that mentality of, well, I didn't want to be the one guy who didn't get involved in the in the stock market. But the fact of the matter is, is they're all overheated and you have to start looking for, for value. And that's where gold and silver are so fantastic because we have spent the last few years consolidating. We had an incredible 2016. We're already off to a great 2017. The question is, is don't you want to buy something that's undervalued and have an opportunity to make a ton of money? Well, you can do that. Now, look, I'm not saying that precious metals are uh, a lottery ticket. They're not. I mean, it depends on how much you want to get involved. But having something in the market as a protection, as a hedge against inflation, as a hedge against that that dollar devaluation or a collapse in the stock market or just looking at the fundamentals and saying, wait a minute, there's 1 billion ounces of silver above ground and there's 7 billion people on the planet. That means not everyone can hold a physical ounce of silver in their hand. You know, we've got clients buying 10, 20,000 ounces of silver or more, which means everyone's buying more than their fair share at the lower price here. It's all about looking for things that are undervalued. We feel that even though gold and silver have had a great year and a half coming out of the, the consolidated um, levels that we've seen over the past few years, we think the best days of the precious metals are ahead and we're just encouraging our listeners to look at the current markets and say, are the best days of the stock market ahead of it? The best days of the, of the uh, real estate market ahead of it? Well, let's look at another something else where the best days might be behind it. Darren with the uh, Argyle. The number to start investing, one eight seven seven eight silver or online to guildhallwealth.com. Well, again, this is an interesting topic and we're switching gears somewhat. But if you like gold and silver... There should be no reason in the world why you wouldn't at least consider, listen to, or come and actually see and hold on to an Argyle Pink Diamond or Pink Diamond in general because we released a report last week. And again, this report is available this week for those that are listening. And we got some good feedback from clients on the report that did receive it, and they want more. That's the general consensus. So there's a need to expand a little on some of the topics that were mentioned in the report. And essentially, this report basically talked about falling ore reserves. So picture a big mound of dirt. And every year you put that excavator into that mound of dirt, there's a little more taken away from the mound. And eventually that mound shrinks. And before uh, it gets too far to the ground, they make the decision, are we going to keep sending the excavator back at a cost, all the money involved to run the excavator and everything that it costs to run the mine to pull more dirt from that mound, or are we going to have to try to find more dirt for the mound? 
Well, they've done it. They've tried to find more at the Argyle Mine in Western Australia, and they've been unsuccessful. And what prompted me to write this report was that on March uh, the 2nd of this year, this month, they released a, a updated announcement on their resources and their reserves, which was an addendum to the 2016 financial report for the mine, the parent company of which is Rio Tinto. So if you're an investor in Rio Tinto, you'll know more about this. And essentially what it said is that there was a more dramatic than expected drop in the amount of ore reserves that essentially pointed to a question about what happened. Now, from what the basic report is telling us is that fundamentally, ore reserves are going to deplete over time. And if I look at the report and the chart that I have in this report, it shows that in 2006, Argyle mine ore reserves were around 106 million tons. Now, fast forward to 2016... 10 years later, and those Argyle mine ore reserves have dropped from 106 million tons down to 15 million tons. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm painting a picture here. Think of how much in the terms of quality diamonds come out of a mound of dirt that's 106 million tons big. If you can even fathom how big that is versus a mound that's only 15 million tons big. For those of you that move dirt for a living, I'm sure you can think of this pretty quickly. For me, this spells out nothing but a tremendous opportunity for those that take advantage of it and do it now. It doesn't matter whether you're getting into a small pink or whether you have the money to buy a tender pink. Get yourself into Guild Hall because this could be the investment opportunity of a lifetime. I love silver. Silver, 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 everything. And I've preached about silver for a decade plus. But in terms of pure investment potential... I would be remiss if I didn't say you should be owning both the metals and a colored diamond at this point in time. Dip into that budget that you've been holding back that you can afford to. Don't borrow money to do it. It's not smart. But if you have the the finances and the wherewithal to do this and you're in a position to take advantage of this, I think what you'll find that we're going to be reporting on over the next little while, nothing short of amazing. And here's the perfect example of why this is so important. Nobody else in the industry is talking about what we're talking about. Other people will tell you that they know when the mine's going to close or that Argyle said something about it closing. 2020, 2019, 2018, we used to hear too. We have uh, colleagues in the industry that have been talking about it for years on the air, and he's wrong. They're wrong. The fact is that unless you go back like we do as experts and look up this information, you will not be able to paint that picture with any clarity or any factual information. Now, if... I was going to invest in something, I'd like to think of it as an investment that has a a bunch of very, very unique factors. One, is it rare? Two, is there a limited supply of it or is there going to be an increased supply of it? And three, is it a value to me invest long term? And this type of investment in colored diamond, especially pinks, answers all three of those questions with a resounding yes. And that's why you need to get this report as an investor, as a speculator, as somebody who's just looking to take an acorn and turn it into an oak tree. This is the opportunity of a lifetime for you. And when we get back, I think we should discuss how investors can actually go about making money in natural fancy colored diamonds. How's that sound? Sounds great, Jeremy. Let me get the number out first. So before we uh, go to a quick break here, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. The RSPs, your TFSAs, how you can use your registered accounts to get into physical metals. The information is there. The e-store in the top right corner as well. Always to guildhallwealth.com. Back with more of The Real Money Show. Hang on.
And back with more on The Real Money Show. It's one eight seven seven eight silver to start investing on the phone lines. You go to guildhallwealth.com and make sure you get the precious, uh, precious metal advisor, the investor kit. And as always, you want to check how can you use your registered funds to start investing as well. I'm talking RSPs, RESPs, TFAs, and that stuff as well. Top right corner, the e-store is also another way to get started. Jeremy. So just before the break, we were discussing uh, that we promised we'd say we'd discuss how to actually invest and make money with natural fancy colored diamonds. And it starts with getting a good quality natural fancy colored diamond because the better the quality of the diamond, the more valuable it is. You know, if you just think of a white diamond, you say, okay, give me the absolute best. That would be a D quality. That's the most white diamond possible. It would have to be internally flawless in terms of the clarity. You'd want, in, in white diamonds, you'd want uh, excellent cut, excellent uh, symmetry. You want everything about that diamond to be excellent. And then, of course, size matters in the sense that the larger the diamond, the more rare that is. Okay, Finding a larger diamond is a lot easier than, a lot harder than finding a, a whole bunch of little diamonds. So the bigger, the better, the more rare. Now, when it comes to colored diamonds, they're already more naturally rare than white colored diamonds and a lot more rare than even D-quality diamonds that are the, the best of the best. But even still, it doesn't mean that you can just buy any natural fancy colored diamond and, and boom, you've got a moneymaker on your hand. No. You've got you've to do the, the detail work. You've got to find the best clarities. You've got to find the best cuts. You also have to pay strong attention to color. See, with, the, with color, you have three basic grades. You've got vivid, which is the strongest color, intense, which is one level down, and then you have fancy, one level down from that. But unfortunately, or fortunately, in natural fancy color diamonds, we don't have a grading system in between. So if you have an intense diamond in color, let's say an intense yellow, you don't know whether that's intense closer to the fancy, which is a light color, or intense closer to the vivid, which is a lot more saturated in color. So what you have to do is you really have to compare. You've got to contrast. You have to be able to have that sort that that one diamond stone that you judge the other colors against. But ultimately, you just have to look for the highest, highest quality colored diamonds. And that's what we do at Guildhall. We go out and we invest in the highest grade colored diamonds that we can get our hands on. So if we're looking at, at a yellow diamond, for instance, and it's a, it's a vivid yellow... We want it to be internally flawless. We want it to be over a carrot. We want that color to be strong. We want not too many extra facets on the diamond. Uh, we want the symmetry to be fantastic. If we can do that, okay, we know that that diamond, that there might only be maybe even a couple dozen diamonds a year coming to market like that, maybe even less. So if an investor wants to make money, you have to go for the highest possible quality because that's going to give you the rarity. Now, what is that going to give you in terms of a return? Well, a vivid yellow diamond, as an example, we've seen them sell for, you know, 30,000 Canadian. Today, they're selling for around 50,000 Canadian, maybe just under, and that's over the last five years. So we've seen gains in, in vivid yellows as much as 15% to even as high as 18 to 20%, depending on the year. Now, the key to making money in a natural fancy colored diamond is time. You have, Darren, you were talking earlier on the show about turning an acorn into an oak tree. You want to make money in the market, you have to give that acorn time. 
and nothing but time is going to do it. Now, what's amazing about natural fancy color diamonds is the more you can invest, the further along the line of that acorn along to the, to the oak tree, as that analogy that we're using today. In other words, it's not like a stock where if I invest 20000 versus 100000 it doesn't matter if the stock goes up 10%. I've made 10%. In colored diamonds, the larger the investment, the stronger the rarity or the more rare the diamond is, the better the value and the bigger the gains. So obviously a $500,000 diamond is going to go up at a faster rate than a $20,000 diamond. That doesn't mean that you can't buy the highest quality diamond that you can for $20,000. That's what we work on at Guildhall all the time. But it takes more time. So a $500,000 diamond will make money the day after. Okay, But you still need time to, to hold on to the diamond and let it accrue value. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's never been volatility in natural fancy colored diamonds of quality. You have a quality natural fancy colored diamond. You're not, wait, you're not trying to weather the storms of the stock market or what's going on day-to-day economically. No, there's not enough of them out there to worry about it. Natural fancy colored diamonds do not experience volatility if they're very, very high quality. So all you have to do, and this is the hard part for, for some people, all you have to do is hold it. You don't do anything. You just store it and let time do, it, do its work. So we've seen even fancy yellow diamonds that used to sell for $8,000 today sell for $14,000 U.S., you know, you today you're buying them for sixteen thousand. That's almost doubled in in the last ten years. That's an incredible investment. So how do you make money in natural fancy colored diamonds? You find the highest quality you possibly can. You make sure that you give it enough time to accrue value and give yourself time as well to liquidate the diamond if that's what you're looking to do. Some people just want to hold that natural fancy colored diamond as a way to as a way to protect wealth, grow wealth pass that wealth on for other generations and it's really something that you shouldn't have to liquidate because as long as you don't have to liquidate it's going to continue to accrue value now that's something we don't get every day in investments you buy a stock you know eventually you've got to sell it because it's going to go down at some point with a natural fancy color diamond you do not have to sell because you know it's only going to continue to accrue value and the longer you hold it the better what we hope for all of our clients is that They hold on to it just long enough that when they think about what they originally paid, they say, wow, I really paid a pittance. And we've done that so many times ourselves at Guildhall on the collection that we have. And we want to bring that to, to the public and what they can do with natural fancy color diamonds. We have the experience. We know what can be accomplished in this market. And the best way to learn more is to visit us at Guildhall, book an appointment, we, ha- we call it a diamond discovery session. We'll show you the difference between a fancy, intense, and vivid. We'll show you the, some of the most amazingly beautiful and rare natural fancy color diamonds you're going to have an opportunity to see. All you have to do is call us, and uh, we'd be more than happy to make that appointment and show you more about making money with natural fancy color diamonds. And that number is one eight seven seven eight silver Jeremy, right there. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. Make sure you check out how you can use your RSPs and other sort of registered funds to get some real physical metals into your account. What Jeremy was speaking about a minute ago is very crucial in terms of 
understanding the great picture. And as we were saying earlier in the show, combining this with gold and silver makes absolute perfect sense because the same fundamentals that we talk about every week on this show regarding inflation and regarding geopolitics and regarding supply and demand and the value of currencies, these all impact colored diamonds as well. And what's interesting to note that if we were to put a chart of the 1970s where we talked about the last bull market for gold and silver against the chart and values of colored diamonds, what you'll see is that some colored diamonds in fact rose as much as 500% during those last few years in the 1970s in terms of their demand, in terms of their value. Now we don't really get a whole host of historic pricing data until uh, really the early 80s and that's because we don't really begin to see a lot of grand auctions that start to happen at Sotheby's and Christie's for these pieces. Most of the sales that happen to that point are all private and all between one individual and another and happen very quietly behind doors. Now, the majority of our sales happen the same way. They're very private. It's very personal. It's something that you get to pick and choose and hold. It's tangible and you get to take it home with you. So this is a much different way to approach investing than what you might be used to. You might be used to thinking about speculating in real estate, but how much longer is that going to last? You might even be in the stock market and you might be able to pick a great stock every now and then. How much longer is that going to last? And ultimately what we're saying is that we're losing valuable space in the investment arena to put money in and expect a reasonable return. And usually when that happens, and history has told us this no less than four or five times in the last hundred years, usually when that happens, assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds thrive. Now, despite all of the things that we've been through, the boom and bust in the last decade plus, let's just take stock of where we are in terms of each of those assets. The silver market is up over 300% since 2002. The gold market up over 300% since 2002. Now that's an average of over 20% each metal per year. Does that mean it's going to happen every year? It doesn't. Some years might be a loss. Some years might be in negative returns. But on the on the whole, you'll get years that more than make up for that with 50 or 60 or even 100% plus, like we saw in 2011, 2008, 6, 4, in uh, the silver price, which is was astronomical gains. Those cycles repeat themselves, and history teaches us that those cycles repeat themselves. It's just a matter of whether or not you want to be on board when that happens, whether or not you want to approach this from just a pure wealth preservation standpoint, or whether or not you want to be right involved in your wealth. If you as a listener want to become more proactive, if you've been putting off educating yourself, if you've been putting off finding out where your money's actually invested, This is also an excellent time for you to get involved in your own wealth, whether it's the transfer of wealth onto the next generation, whether you're sharing that wealth with your children or your grandchildren, it doesn't make a difference. We're equipped to talk to you about all of those different aspects of wealth and we're happy to do it. You know, we were talking last week, Darren, about with Franca on the show about one of the common threads amongst a lot of the registered account investors in physical metal is they're all taking their investments into their own hands. They've all become fed up in some in some way with either putting it in other people's hands, not knowing what's going on with their money, or just being frustrated with the markets in general. Or or part of it is also maybe just 
not quite buying what the mainstream media wants to tell everyone about how great the economy is. There's a sense of, well, you know, everyone's buying condos and everyone's driving BMWs. Maybe they're Maybe there's something wrong with that. And I mentioned that as an example because there were so many people that I spoke to in Calgary a few years ago before oil went down that were seeing the exact same thing. They said, you know, I got friends who have so many different houses and great cars and it just doesn't seem right to me. And, and you know, seeing an economy that is being constructed because of low interest rates and that has... A lot of consequences on the other side. Yes, it means you can borrow at a lower cost, but it also means that people are borrowing a lot more and going into a lot more debt, like like you said. But taking investments into your own hands and getting involved in the, the RSP and literally getting investments in your own hands. And I think that's something that investors really like about Guildhall is the fact that when they buy their physical precious metals in their registered accounts, they know that they're going to get the serial numbers for that product. They know that those serial numbers are allocated to them specifically and that they have access to go to the vault and personally hold their product in their hand. I had a client make their their audit request this week uh, within the week, they're already at the depository today, uh, as we tape on Friday, uh, checking out their product. So, you know, think about your investments and if you can even do that. You know, even if maybe you're holding precious metals and you're listening to this show to get an edge on what's going on in the markets. Well, our edge is that we think that this market can see a spectacular rise and we want people to do their research and get involved in the market and see how undervalued this market is the way we do. But get involved. Start looking at the market. But if you already have precious metals in your portfolio, ask yourself this question. Can you hold it in your hand? And if the answer is, I'm not sure, it's time to do some investigation. If the answer is, "Mm, no, I haven't tried and I don't think so, then you need to think about getting real ownership of physical metal that has zero counterparty risk, that's completely unencumbered, that is something that you can hold in your hand. Because as Jim Rickard says, and he's written great books on currency collapses and uh, the currency wars and where gold's going to go, so he says, you know, in an in a economic collapse, everyone wants their money. That's when you find out who owns real gold and who owns paper gold. And we'll take a quick break. The number one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Check out how you can use your RSP and other registered funds to get some precious metals into your account. And the e-store in the top right as well. This is The Real Money Show. Back in just a couple minutes. Talk radio, AM640. And back with more of The Real Money Show. You know the number now to start investing indeed. one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Lots of information on there. How to use your registered accounts to start getting precious metals into those accounts. And, of course, the e-store, top right corner, you can buy simply with a click of a mouse uh, at your home, at your own convenience. How cool is that? So we spent a little bit of time in the show this week talking about a number of topics that are near and dear to us as a firm and, of course, that we love sharing with you as listeners. We've touched base on colored diamonds. This is an explosion uh, of sorts that's happening very quietly behind the scenes, folks. And as listeners to this show, we want to share that information as much as possible we ourselves are in these markets. And of course, we also, uh, we don't say it often enough, we also invest in these markets. Uh, we believe in these markets. I'd be the first to say we have a bias towards these markets. I think that's pretty common sense if you listen to the show. And we don't, contrary to popular belief, always just assume that the markets are going higher. 
We've been through and weathered some of the toughest situations in gold, silver uh, over the time that we've been open since 2002. And we viewed all of these as opportunities to be prepared for that next cycle as it hits and approaches. And as a listener, it should be refreshing to you to know that the people that you spend your hard-earned dollar with want to speak to you on a regular basis, that we want to come to you and share with you all of the information that we ourselves use to make money and to grow wealth in our own portfolios. And of course, as this show has progressed over the number of years that we've been on air since 2008, believe it or not, we have spent an immense amount of time, effort, and money to market and help people understand how important it is that all of the things we do are related. And Jeremy said in between segments, let's talk about how people can really get a maximum return for their invested dollar by having gold, silver, and a colored diamond in their portfolio. I think that we want to make certain people understand that when you show up at our office, our job will not be to tear apart your portfolio and to give you advice and to say this is too much, this is too little. This is not our job. In fact, we are not financial planners or advisors. But what we can do is we can say what type of disposable income do you have that can be spent on gold, silver, or colored diamonds. And we can make suggestions that might make sense to you or that might leave you with more questions about any of those particular investments. Now, that being said, if the ideal world were to fall into my laps in terms of the best investor, they would be walking in ready to spend. And of course, that's the key. They want to be invested in gold and silver or in actual fancy colored diamonds. They'd be sitting in front of me. They'd be able to touch the product that they're about to invest in so they can see what it is that they're actually buying. And then, of course, when it comes to deciding or making a decision, everybody has reservations. There will always be objectives. There will always be concerns about what I should do, what's best for me. Don't invest with somebody that doesn't talk you through those objections, that doesn't help you to understand where you have concerns or questions. Never, ever spend a dollar without feeling as though you've got every answer you need to feel comfortable and be able to put your head down at the pillow at night and know that what you did was right for you. So when it comes to buying gold and silver, number one, the key component of why we exist is to bring physical gold and silver and physical colored diamonds to you. We're not here because we believe that the paper markets are the best solution when it comes to gold and silver and colored diamonds. You may, as an investor, already be in stocks. You may already be in other types of vehicles that are reportedly backed by precious metals. But what we've learned time and time again is that there is just too much subjectivity when it comes to understanding whether or not actual real physical metal is being bought to support those paper vehicles. And time and time again, I read more and more on a weekly basis that tells me I'm not helping my cause if I, as an investor, am buying something that I'm not sure 100% is backed by or is either physical precious metals. So that's the number one thing that we want to leave with you. Number two, when you come to our firm, it's important that you understand we're a family firm. So you're not going to get one voice. You might on any given day hear from three people. On this show alone, we bring other people on here and talk about it all the time. We have experts that have become part of the Guildhall family. But one thing's for certain, not everybody shares the same opinion. So we love to have more than one, two, and even sometimes three people on one account helping people to answer their questions and to walk them through certain scenarios and share their own experiences. And number three, the most important probably of all of these 
is that you have to feel comfortable with the money you spent. We're not here to test your pocket, folks, but I'll tell you, if you're looking at gold and silver and you're looking at colored diamonds as an investment, you may be well investing in an area that is one of the best kept secrets across the entire world right now. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver or check out the collection. Go to guildhalldiamonds.com. Jeremy. You know, with Guildhall, what people are getting, what potential collectors of natural fancy color diamonds or investors of natural fancy color diamonds or anyone who decides they just want to acquire one for their own portfolio, here's what you're going to get. Number one, Guildhall is a member of the NCDIA, the Natural Color Diamond Association of America. We're also members of the Fancy Color Diamond Research Foundation, and we have GIA alumni on staff. We go one step further from not only having the industry's acceptance and support and not only having uh, GIA uh, contacts and being a GIA alum, being GIA educated, Gemological Institute of America, when we say GIA, But we also have great partnerships that we've worked on nurturing over the years to be able to get us amazing product. And, of course, every diamond that you see on on Guildhall's website, guildhalldiamonds.com, is a diamond that we have gone out and personally invested in because we know that that diamond makes a great investment. We do that for ourselves because we want to hold on to this inventory, number one, because it's difficult to get. We've had clients in the past ask, uh, you know, people who are looking at natural fancy color diamonds, well, why do you sell them? Why don't you just hold on to them? Well, number one, we're here to service uh, the public. There's nothing wrong with that. We want people to be successful. If you're in a successful investor, you're going to tell your family and friends because only successful p- investors tell a, a whole bunch of other people how well they're doing and want to get other people involved. Now, when it comes to the natural fancy color diamonds, We can't sell on spec because these diamonds are so difficult to come by. If we don't acquire them ourselves, someone else is going to acquire them. When it's it's Guildhall against 200 other diamondiers to buy, to acquire 20 20 vivid yellows that come out in one year, we're going to have a tough time acquiring a one-carat vivid yellow. So we have to acquire it if it's, if it's a great diamond and it's an investment-grade diamond, highest quality. We have to snatch it up. And what we've learned over the years is you have to make these quick decisions. Sometimes diamonds take a longer time to, to acquire, a uh, longer time to sell, and sometimes they go really, really quickly. Either way, they're always rising in value. And I love that idea about natural fancy colored diamonds because it's really money in the bank. And I, rather than having to watch a stock and painfully, even if you think you've, you've done all the proper research and you think, man, this thing should go to the moon, you keep seeing it going up and down and up and down. And when's it going to do what we want it to do? Whereas with natural fancy colored diamonds, as I mentioned earlier in the show, all you have to do is just sit on it, wait, its day will come. And maybe you create part of that plan as part of it. Maybe you say, okay, I'm going to hold on to this diamond for at least 10 years and then maybe I'll look to um, you know, get liquid on the diamond down the road. But we can help you with that and also give you a sense of how long you should be investing your time into a natural fancy color diamond to maximize the benefit where you can say, I've put this amount of time in and I've gotten this amount of return on it. That's what makes sense. A lot of people don't want to sell these natural fancy colored diamonds. They're too rare. They're, they're worth too much. They're going up in value too much. Why get rid of something that continues to rise in value? Now, in terms of 
the precious metals, we think they're so undervalued right now. We, we've seen great buying over the last few years of what we call strong hands. You know, a market consolidates when you've got, you've got the buyers, the sellers are, are, are becoming a trickle. There's not as many sellers and the market's moving into stronger hands. And what we're seeing even in the paper market, which was reported by Ted Butler over the past couple of weeks, is that the amount of investors who are long on this market as a core meaning even if the price goes down, these people aren't getting out of the market, they're not being spooked at all, it's tripled the amount of core long positions in this market. You know, every major analyst in this market is expecting fireworks out of precious metals. We, we just don't know the day. We know winter is coming. We just don't know what day the big storm is going to happen and precious metals go through the roof. It's why it's so important to be early than to be late. And yes, you can buy at $30 silver instead of 18 but why not make that money from 18 up to 30 Why not? All it takes is a phone call. All it takes is learning a bit more about the product. We're so transparent at Guildhall. We'd be more than happy to walk you through any t- type of investment you'd like to make, whether it's taking the product home, whether it's putting it in your, in your RSP, whether it's holding it in the depository, or whether you might want to look to use the, the margin account through Questrade to hold allocated physical precious metals. That's what we do. We assist with Questrade to acquire and handle all of the precious metals in a margin account. That's what we're here to do. Physical. Hold it in your hand. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Yeah, you bet, Jeremy. That number is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. So we want to thank everybody for listening this week, and it's important to note that we will be back on air next week talking about some of the things that we've been discussing today. But more importantly, we have some upcoming guests that we're going to be talking about not too, uh, in the not-too-distant future, as well as uh, new promotions that might be coming in for spring and early summer. So we'll be bringing those to you as well. So we thank you for listening. We've uh, enjoyed having you here this week. And, of course, if you have any questions, you know how to get in touch with us, John. Yeah, Darren, of course. And, again, one more time, that number is one eight seven seven eight silver Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. And as we always tell you, take advantage, get signed up, and get that precious metal advisor, the investor kit for the knowledge. And there's lots of uh, stuff on there as well. How to use your registered accounts, as the guys have been talking about all show, your RESPs, your RSPs, TFSAs. Lifts, riffs, liras, all that stuff is available online or listening to the show every week. Of course, you get that. E-Store, top right corner. You can begin uh, buying precious metals right from the comfort of your own computer in your own house. It is just that simple. Until next time, this has been The Real Money Show. Talk radio, AM640.